Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 215 Seamer Podcast. It is Tuesday night, May 23rd, and we are fresh off a 4-3 to three loss to the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, and guys, I have something to tell you and, and a concern I want to voice. I was talking to Connor about it pre-show, and I'd be beginning to feel, as a Phillies fan, like Lenny in, of Mice and Men. And I am just delusional for believing this team has a chance to make the playoffs and standing behind me is cold, dark reality, ready to shoot me in the head. How do you guys feel about that? I don't know. Spot look, on. Look the other way and I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Honestly, at this rate, I'd rather, like, now that I know it's coming, I'd rather just, yeah, like, just turn around, shoot me in the yeah. face, not the back of the head. <laughs> but at least he wants to go out like a warrior. <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. He's, he's got the- nothing. Nothing about watching this team is warrior or honorable. It's a <laughs> joke and embarrassing every night because you don't know what team you're gonna get. You're gonna get, you're gonna get seven innings from Wheeler with one run, and then you're gonna look up and see Trey Turner for five with four strikeouts and a pop out in foul territory. Yeah, I don't really know what to make of this team obviously the 300 million dollar man that we paid to be our leadoff hitter is incapable of actually putting together a, a good at bat if not getting a hit and getting on base you know he's not walking he's striking out every, at least every other time and he according to his press conference last night after the first game against Arizona he sucks and he knows it too you're but damn I'm, right Trey He's he's right. You are damn These are his right. words. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to try to revamp himself or get back to the basics. You know, there's so many phrases we could use that is thrown around in baseball. But he is just like I don't know if it's like him and the team. I don't feel I've like I've got some ideas. I've like got he, some he ideas. Five resetters, facial piercing. Number one, just a thought. You get a nose piercing. You get some ears. Maybe a lip. Like a nice tramp stamp, you think a good tramp nice tramp stamp well? hat, some new tats, hmm. uh, Bora Bora for a bender. I don't know. What do you guys think? Shave his head. I don't know. It, I you know you guys? To me, it's just like he's definitely Trey Turner is definitely one of the one of the things that's going wrong. Obviously, the next the next thing that's going wrong is the starting pitching. We're either gonna get you know, Cy Young versions of all of our pitchers one week, or we're going to get an absolutely abysmal showing. Or we're going to see Cody Clemens and Josh Harrison on the mound in back-to-back games. Exactly. So, you know, at at this point, it's really just – I'm really not sure what's going to happen. You know, to this team, you know, I've I've talked with with Connor uh, about this, and I think I might have mentioned it prior – you know, they, you know, if they're not in contention for a wild card spot at the very least by the trade deadline, do you ship Nola? Like, do you just like try to get something in return? Like, I mean, like, why not? You know, if he's, if he's like sitting at a four ERA needs a change of scenery, you know, maybe, you know, who knows, maybe we trade him to Texas Maybe we trade them to Houston. Like maybe we trade it to these teams that are competing in the AL West um, and for an actual playoff run because, you know, he wants to be down South. He's from down there. So like, maybe that's, 
that's something that goes if we can't actually extend him by the deadline or if it's just not worth it at that point. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think it might be a little bit too early to talk about uh, destinations for Nola. I True. think it's I definitely agree. fair to bring up uh, the trade talk. I think because, I mean, at this rate, the Phillies will be lucky if they're 10 back of the second or third wild card, whatever it is now, by the all-star break. So, honestly, right now, you're you're looking at the reality of the situation being coming off of a World Series appearance, World Series hangover, whatever, none of that BS. I don't believe in that. Especially gonna, not win. Yeah, you're going to have to make some really tough decisions. You have a pending free agent in NOLA, pending free agent in Hoskins, and that's the only time I want to hear his name said during this pod. They don't miss him. He's not good enough to bring them four wins right now to bring them back to 500. He he stinks. The entire team stinks. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely fair to wonder uh, whether or not they want to deal Nola because at this point it doesn't look like he's going to sign long-term. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's my, that's my concern. You know, they would have done it by now, you know, and the other thing that's concerning is, you know, some of these bullpen arms, like obviously Alvarado's hurt right now. Uh, Bilotti is, eh, he's doing all right, but you know, he's coming well, he back. Just got he, sent down. he got sent down. Yeah. Yeah, he got Bilotti just got tonight. sent down before for Covey, exactly. Um, but he, it's just like he looked, he, was, good. he looked good when he came back. He had like two, like two or three scoreless innings. I don't know why they sent him down, but I think maybe just to get him some extra, you know, reps because he shot from single A after like one rehab, like rehab appearance there, right back to the big leagues when we needed an extra arm. And that so was like, the problem I, I don't to really begin with. They were throwing him too much. You what? know, that yeah. was why he got hurt the first, the first month. Pitch, just pitching too much. Yeah. I know. He was scoreless for like 16, 17 yeah. innings in the, to really start good. the year. But he had 16, 17 innings before the end of April. Like, that's yeah. wild. And, and like, relievers get like 40 in a year, you know? Yeah. It like it, people in his position, the middle relief, like possibly like high, you know, leverage situation are getting 40. He's a bridge guy to the back end of your bullpen. I know he's Sorry. he's a, he's like a five like fifth six maybe seventh inning guy depending on like you know where you want to place him how well this like how the starting pitching happens but it's just like you know the bullpen he's a guy you don't expect to use when Nola and Wheeler and Correct. most of the time Suarez is pitching you expect to have to go to him on bullpen days Walker and whoever the hell the fifth starter is now yeah so um. I think we talked we talked about it last night. Is it time to bring up McGarry or Abel? I mean, this you know our fifth starters just he's he's off. He, we can't. I, it's hard to watch. Yeah, watching whoever yeah. it is. I mean, we had the bullpen game today, so yeah. I think I think we're getting close to bringing one of them up. Only I mean, if you're going to keep him up. Yeah, only if say. you keep him up. You can't you can't just like you don't want to you don't want to yell yell him. Bring him up, send him down, bring him up, send him down. If you want to bring him up for a spot start, okay, I get it. But if you're going to bring him up and in two weeks send him back down and then bring him up a month after that, like the last thing you want is another Moniac situation. Moniac's flourishing out in Anaheim right now. I know he's only had 20 at-bats, but it's frustrating to see because you gave up on a number one overall pick, whatever. 
But if you're going to bring up Abel or McGarry, more so Abel, I don't really care about McGarry because he's yeah. not as good. He doesn't have his bright future. The ceiling is like a three at best. Like if you put him out in Cincinnati, he'd be a three. He's more of a five here. Uh, I think if you do bring him up, he has to stay up for for a while, unless unless he's really really bad, and he like definitely needs more seasoning. You have to give him a fair shot to compete. Like you don't yeah. give him three or four starts. You don't be. You got a month up here, and then after that, we'll we'll decide. It's you got until about the All Star break, unless you're brutal. Go crazy. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying because I, I think that's just in the wake of, you know, all of our draft failures and prospect failures, you have to handle these guys with the tenderest of care. And it, it feels like a like it would be a desperation move, but the Phillies are, you know, in desperation alley or, you know, if you can find a better metaphor for it. Like they are, they are you know, beyond a rock in a hard place. Uh, you have a bullpen game today in which – well, you get the best case scenario and they only give up four runs, should have been three. Screw you, Sir Anthony. You can't pitch for whatever reason. Um, but you have to win these like these incredibly winnable tight games. So is desperation where we're headed or where we need to head? Is what I'm curious about. That's that's I mean, a great it, question. Is it time to make a big big time trade for like a starting pitcher, do you think? Or no. No. Now, are no. we getting close to that? Because it's too early, and they're not good enough. Yeah. It's if yeah, anything, you got to go the other way. If anything, it's time to start thinking about a Nola move. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing. Like you know, we're four we're four games away from five hundred after tonight's game. We're twenty two and twenty six. I mean, pretty much at this point. And you got the Braves I, next week for four games too. Yeah, Braves in Atlanta. Nice. Four so even if you split that, Mets you're still looking City at City Field for three. The Mets are figuring out. it out, which is scary, especially because Verlander and Scherzer and all of them are figuring it out. Like that is, that's not good. You know, I don't, I don't think it'll last forever by any means, but like Atlantis, even though they've had a lot of injuries, especially to their starting pitching, you know, they've been a heck of a lot more consistent than any of us are, which is making them, you know, easily first place right now in our division i don't think that first place is out of the question for our team it's just our team for the most part is healthy for the most part as far as we know is healthy and it's just consistently underperforming these other teams like the mets and the braves are not healthy but are performing way better even the marlins are performing way better than us and it's 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 not, it's super embarrassing. It's just a, an embarrassment as a whole. It's the right that, word. It is embarrassing. It is, it's embarrassing, it is embarrassing to have to watch and be like, this is my team. You know, this is my incredibly overpaid, incredibly, or maybe not even overpaid, just incredibly talented, paid for what they're supposed to be a team yeah. that can't scrap together more than three runs on consecutive nights. Against, I know the Diamondbacks are good. I know they have good pitching, but you have to be able to do something against these guys. Yeah. And I hate to rub it in. I really do. No, you don't. You love the. Rub. I know. No, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, because like to me, like I hate to rub it in, but it's just like you know when it comes to the Diamondbacks versus the Phillies, like I'm mad that the Diamondbacks are doing well against our team, you know, and 
you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't really know what's going to, the only thing that's going to really fix this team is themselves. I don't think that there's necessarily anything that we need to do any person we need to trade for. I think that there's a lot of in-house talent that we could use to spark something. I, I agree with, you know, I agree with a little bit with what Culp's saying about how we we should really consider bringing up maybe Abel or McGarry, but I want to bring them up consistently. But the thing is, you know, you have Painter and Song right now on the IL. Only Song is on the 40-man right now. Painter's not even on the 40-man. You know, that's something to consider. And if Song, for whatever reason, gets the next spot up, you know, whenever that might be June, July, you know, trade deadline, you know, like, you know, all-star break trade deadline and becomes like a fifth starter or like comes out of the bullpen spot starter, you know, three, four innings here and there, you know, that could happen just like, you know, but I'm sure that's what he's training for right now. He's rehabbing and he's getting ready. We haven't really had an update since April on, on song uh, regarding the back issue, but you know, at this point, we really don't have that many options that we could turn to starting pitching wise. And I really hate the spot start. I really, really, really hate the spot start. I just want a consistent five man, you know, Bailey falter obviously wasn't it. We knew this, but don't just like go to Strom or have this Covey guy come in and pitch four innings. I mean, Covey only gave up one run. He did well. Covey pitched know, his heart his out, but today. Yeah. I get what yeah, you're He saying. pitched like four innings. I'm pretty sure today. I mean, I'm not he saying Cubs... two... what he only gave up two runs. No, he yeah. gave up. He, he only gave up one. Nah. Rom gave yeah. up the two Even run, that run. was on the uh, Covey gave up triple, one run. Right. The triple that Nick Castellanos probably should have fielded a little quicker that he kind of lollygagged his way to. And That's another thing. Hard... He's, he's falling apart. He's falling apart. Yeah. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, like if Covey's going to be that guy, like Covey was projected to, was, was chosen to start the game today. Then last minute they decided, oh, we're going to have Strom start and Covey's going to come in after the fact. You should have just given Covey the start at that point. Like there was no point in just like taking that away from him because if he gave you four innings like he did with one run ball, the Phillies would have been in this game. You know, a ma- like not- it's not a matter of them being in the game because they only lost by one run. It's a matter of you can't get a shutdown inning when you need a shutdown inning. You can't hit the ball when you need to hit the ball. Yeah. You can't get base runners when you need them. And, and when, when you, you do get them, base runners, you, you have you have well, we Kyle Schwarber with two men on in the yeah. eighth inning of a one-run game facing a pitcher who hasn't pitched in North America in four years. And he flies out to center. That is why they lost the game today. Yeah. Not because Strom went two innings, not because Covey went five innings, because Kyle Schwarber faced a basically a college pitcher and flew out to center with two men yeah. on. Yeah. It was a good line out, but yeah, absolutely. But the thing is they have speedy defensive outfielders like that's 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 another thing that's pissing me off like you you're losing you lost two straight games to a team where everyone on every single fielder on their team is my age and every single person on the phillies is like 
20 other than like those three daycare guys he's like killing he's, he's like, like 30 or 31 years old. not and they're all paid old, yes they're all paid a <laughs> hundred million times how old they are yeah that is I mean, funny. It's, and i mean the reality of the team right now they're 22 and 26 get back to 87 and 75, which is what they were last year. They got to go 65 and 49, no shot. Uh, especially with Nola Wheeler, uh, limited Suarez for right now. Uh, Walker's cooked. Whoever your fifth starter is, Trey Turner sucks. Schwarberg cannot physically hit a baseball to save his life, other than a home run once every four games. Alec Boehm still can't lift the baseball, he has no power. He's the best third baseman they've had here since Feliz but he still cannot lift the baseball. This is year three or four now. Castellanos swings at and misses at one pitch 47 times in one game. Zach Wheeler can't beat the Diamondbacks. Aaron Noll is pitching like a three again. Uh, Walker was throwing $72 million into a fire because he can't throw strikes. Mm-hmm. Walter's awful. Dominguez can't throw strikes. Suarez is trying to figure it out. We're almost in June. Uh, they had a guy in the mound on the Diamondbacks, like I just said, had a guy on the mound who hasn't pitched in four years, and he got Schwarber out. Rob Thompson looks like he doesn't care at all. Like, whenever the camera pans to him, he's just sitting there like. Yeah. Uh, they're living that's off the, the mindset. That's the real. We only need 85 wins to get in, and anything can happen, which might be true because it happened last year, but they felt ass backwards into a playoff spot last year. That's if true. you guys remember, they had the three games in D.C. with the Hurricane. I think they played a combined total of 17 innings in three days because four games yeah. against them. And they won all they had to do was get out to a one, nothing lead and hold it for five innings, which they did. And then they just needed one win in Houston and Aaron Nola pitched the game of his life. That's how they got in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think with what you're saying, Connor, obviously all great points, but the one that hits home with me is the, the, at least outwardly seeming apathy of Rob Thompson. And, mm-hmm. and it goes to show it's like, I know he's the the player's guy and he's the supporter. And I like, he reminds me of Dave Haxall like, right now. Yeah. Dave you want him to yell at the them. flyers. Like just show some emotion. Get thrown out of a game. Ben, bench yeah, someone. I, like, don't I know that they gave Turner the day off yesterday. Five million dollars. Who's making 25. I, should, sit Swarber down. He's hitting. A buck seventy. One, yeah, he's he, dude. He's he's awful. Yeah, I can't watch him. I I, I would physically cannot hit a baseball. He's I take Rojas over him. Slower than slow in the outfield. He's slower than, than me in the outfield. That's saying something. <laughs> it's like when's Pache due to be back? Because I'd rather see Pache. They said, in left field I know, today. and I've been saying this. Uh, Four to six it, weeks is what the we initially got, which means that it was like return, ten weeks ago. Well, and no. they said he's coming along pretty well on May twenty first, so he's yeah. hitting ground balls, hitting the field, yada yada. So, um, two weeks. no, that was uh, so like middle of June. Him. I don't think that was him. Was that him? I I don't think that alert Thompson said him. that. Thompson said that about Pache. Yeah, according to Philly's Nation. Okay. Well, well could we all? Yeah, could we could we bring up uh, Johan Rojas? Simon Muziati's hitting three forty. 
Like, could we could we bring up someone like that? Like, a speedy and a great defensive outfielder with high contact. I'd throw yeah, him. Yeah, I take I'd him. Throw, I'd take him, dude. I'd, take I'd him. throw him at the top of the lineup. Let him lead off. At least he can get on base. Oh, yeah, lead him off. Is there a thought to giving Harper a night off just so you could like save yourself from the outfield and slide one of those guys, or just putting hey. Let's put Dalton and uh, Brandon Marsh in the outfield at once. Well, like, Brandon Marsh, I'd rather do that IL. than is he, is he hurt? He didn't play tonight. What's his deal? No, he's hurt. Shoulder yeah, they put him on the 15 day IL for like a right, a, a, right shoulder. Right I don't think he's going on the IL, yeah. is he? Apparently, he is. no, he's just getting no, he's getting a few days off. He's getting like five, yeah. Days I, off. I saw a tweet that said he was day to day. Yeah, I don't know. I he's he's another one that's always getting hurt now, too. Yeah, remember yeah. after they traded for him, it was the knee. Yeah, and then it was uh, slammed into the wall, right? Yeah, 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 out in Cincinnati, it was a knee, and then he had something else too. Yeah, he just throws himself around, but he gets hurt every time he does it. But that's the thing. Like, ideally, Pache comes back mid June. That that's probably when he's going to come back. But the thing is, I've I've heard some stuff about. I've been reading some stuff about meniscus tears and getting surgery like that. That's sometimes like a two to three month recovery. I mean, like, I don't know how obviously it might be different, you know, with athletes and like some of the, you know, the doctors and the stuff that they get, like, you know, the resources. But Just like, give them whatever they were giving Bryce because there is no way. I know. Scientifically, I don't know. Just give them whatever they were giving Bryce. <laughs> I know. And it's yeah, like. Like I said, like if any any opportunity to get Bryce back into the field is going to immediately like change right. the way that we play this game defensively. It's it's really what it's gonna do. If Pache return if Bryce can start playing first base by mid June when Pache comes back, that would be huge. But the thing is I don't know if he'll see the field this year. Yeah, first base or not, I don't know. If I mean, he's been, he's been practicing every every single day at first base. They've been like giving him reps, and they're just. Kind but of... has he been throwing over yeah, 120 he's been feet? Yeah, he's been throwing. Yeah, he's, he's been throwing to, to the point, like yeah, yeah, you throw a lot with Tommy John, but are you throwing to the point where it's like you can really let loose? And that that's my only caveat. I, I where get like that he's you miss a ball, you have to go run and get it and throw it from the right field corner and over throw it third hard base to throw a yeah. runner out. Like yeah, throwing that's, completely I mean, free yeah. and hard is like another just just say it's another where you have to go. No, no, I, I get that. I get that. Turn around and throw to third base or throw to second I mean, base it, or even yeah. still throw home. I mean, in my opinion, I think that if Stott and Castellanos can back him up from right field and second base no matter what. Yeah. I'd risk another base. Another I'd rather base. have Bryce's left arm than Castellanos. Listen, I'd rather have Bryce in the field at this point because we because for about a year and a half now, we haven't been able to properly use the DH like it was meant to on this team. This team has not been able to function correctly. Everyone on this team is a DH. The thing is – Bryce Harper is not supposed to be our DH. He's supposed to be our right fielder, technically. Castellanos should be our left fielder. I know that, but he's only got and, one arm. I, I know, but he's his arm is getting better. He's doing things. And if he can re- – by the time Pache comes back, you slot him in at first, you take Schwarber out, you put Pache in left, and you put Brandon Marsh consistently in center, maybe go on and off with Dalton Guthrie because Dalton Guthrie has been pre- pretty decent so far. Um, Great throw yesterday, by the way. I know that throw. Oh, was electric. Whoa! That was that's the thing. That that's was the best outfield throw I've seen from a Phillies outfielder since 
Vince Velasquez. Vince Velasquez in left field that one time. That yeah. was amazing. What about Roy Oswald in left field? Anyone remember that? I do remember that. that I do remember that. I was that, at yeah. that game. I was at that game. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, I think as soon as Pache comes back in, we'll be a much better defensively team. You know, I just think that that's like, I'm not saying he's the key to everything, but I think that's the solution for a more efficient team because we are a sub 500 team rightfully so because that's what we've been playing i think pache getting back healthy and bryce going to first at least gets us to 500 i know it's not going to get us over 500 quite yet unless something just like lights a fire but i'm like i still can't get over the fact that it took firing joe girardi a year ago to actually like make this team go on that run which is you think you need something, and I know that that wasn't everything. Play. Yeah, it but it was a big thing. But it like, had to like, be a big part. Yeah, and I don't know who. Like, I don't think anyone needs to get fired necessarily. I would. I mean, I just like why does it? Ha- why does someone have to get fired for this to happen? Why can't we just have a consistent manager who knows what the hell they're doing and can just consistently manage this team like it's properly supposed to do instead of plugging in all of these Joe randoms that we're finding on the waivers and everything like I'm just like, we have minor leaguers that are in-house that aren't terrible that could come up and join the daycare. Like you make the daycare bigger for, for all I know, because the thing is all the players that are making less than 10 million a year are playing a heck of a lot better than the $25 million players. Just saying. I just think there needs to be like a, a good old-fashioned screaming session. I don't think that's going to happen, but I know Topper can give an impassioned speech, and I, I just think that needs to be made to the team. And maybe it is being made to the team, but like these guys need to kick in the ass. Like they're not, they're not going to figure it out themselves. They're not perfect. They need to be like held accountable to what they're doing. Oh, Bryce needs to be held accountable to his. Yeah, they're professionals. Oh, we can't touch them. You know, they're making more money than I can ever imagine. But like. Gotta hold them accountable. Yeah, you gotta win ball games. They're not doing that. No. They lost seven of our last ten. I mean, professional or not, gotta find a way to wake them up. Which is yeah. why I think John Middleton should go down there and give him <laughs> a little slap on the wrist. Start throwing shit in the start throwing shit in the locker room. Come on, Middleton. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, money. Yo, ball, I'll start, I'm gonna start shedding. <laughs> I'm gonna start shit. I'm gonna start shredding a hundred thousand dollars every time you strike out. See what yeah. happens. See what happens. You strike out one thousand one hundred thousand dollars down the train, and you know what? It'll add up, especially for you, <laughs> Trey Turner. It's gonna Shorter, add up. Sure, would be out of money by now. Sure, be bankrupt by now. <laughs> Actually, I mean, here's the thing. I think Turner has 57 strikeouts this year, and Schwarber has like 60. Like, it's unacceptable. I know. Especially like, as, you know, your leadoffs, leadoff and second hitter lineup. Like, I mean, they're both point, leadoff hitters, I guess. At this point, you just got to move Turner and Schwarber down to like eight and nine. Like, yeah. And, and the I don't hate is- hitting Turner nine because it's basically another leadoff guy, turns the lineup over. Now you have Bryson Stott. Nick uh, JT. wasn't bad. I'm not gonna lie. No, Nick Castellanos is losing it. Um, I don't know. In the two, he was. I'm, I'm still, I'm still in on him, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dipping my foot in. 
I'm like feeling for the doorknob to turn it and leave. Um, <laughs> but no, if you want to move JT up to the two hole, it's basically a three hole now. Yeah. Because you have Turner and Stott ahead of you. Uh, Bryce is going to be hitting three, which could be a makeshift four. Yeah. And then cast, keep Castellanos four. It's technically five. I mean, that's that's where I'm coming from. You but, just gotta, you know, you just gotta put the good the people that are hitting right now is up in the top of the order. That's I don't exactly care if it's what left, I do with left, my middle school right, team. Right. Like yeah. that that's what Did you it gotta work? do. It's not rocket science. We're eight and five. Yeah. Yeah, it's not rocket science. Like I just like there's some things that like you learn from like a very young age about baseball that I feel like managers overcomplicate and it's just like, oh, let's see what the analytics say about this. Just like, the no. like I'm not saying analytics don't help in a lot of things. I think analytics is good when you're analyzing the opposing team to help you perform against them. I think it's effective in that sense, but I don't yeah. think it should dictate how you, you know, orchestrate your lineup. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Thompson is all about the lefty righty, lefty righty. I hate that. It's one of my I, my biggest pet peeves. I hate the lefty righty nonsense. And you know, it's like that. come on, it's it's not working. How's it how how is it working out right now? Not well. Yeah. Time to switch. Time to switch up your methods. This this was this was this was literally Joe Girardi's problem a year ago. For like, I mean, his entire tenure, really, as a major yeah. league manager, especially with the Phillies. And who's this was to say issue. Thompson isn't going to be a mini Joe Girardi, you know, in the time span? Who's to say this up someone he spent his entire career basically underneath learning from? Yeah, who's to I mean, say I'll tell you this. That? I'll tell you this: they don't make the playoffs this year. He's gone. Thompson Thompson's getting fired at the end of the year. He only uh, had one ab- more year on his contract. He's absolutely. getting fired at the end of the season. I don't even think they fire him like mid-season or anything like that he's going to be asked to go right at the end i don't know i think they would keep him here's here's why i think they would keep him fire him. you have what no i meant like if you keep him you know keep him till next season and then fire him halfway through that season that's not a bad idea i kind of like that idea i don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna let him go you let him go at the end of the season or if you're no. so so bad like the Phillies were last year, I don't think we've reached the Phillies of last year yet. We're getting damn close right now. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I like... would keep him. I would keep him if they missed the playoffs because you're probably going to let Nola walk. Mm-hmm. Number seventeen, who I said, I'm not going to say his name, is going to be let walk. Oh, he's not <clears throat> yes, that guy. Uh, hopefully, you let him go. At that point, Bryce is going to be ready to go at first base full-time. You bring up Abel and Painter to fill in the rest of your rotation, sign another arm, sure, fill out the bullpen, sign an outfielder if you need to. Rojas might be ready to go. Muziati might be ready to go. Pache might have established himself full-time. No, screw that. No. I think King Kingery's in his walk here, too. Resign Kingery to a 10-year deal. Yeah. Yes. Bobby good. Bonilla Kingery. Bobby Bonilla Kingery. That's what I'm going to do. But I, I do I do think they would keep him and allow him to run it back with a younger team and just see where they can go with him. I think Pache stays. I think that, it, especially... Pache is going to stay. 
I think yeah. Pache stays, especially because I I think that we've helped him out. I think K Long is. I will say it it is weird the two teams have given up on a top prospect very quickly. So I, maybe there's like a locker room concern with him. I know yeah. he can't hit, and he's only had like twenty or thirty at bats here. And if you want to say the guy's the best outfielder we've had since Bryce here, then I mean by all means go ahead. But he's only had like twenty five or thirty at bats. So you can't really say. He's a great, great hitter. He's he was That's hitting true. the ball really well when he, he went was, down, I, no doubt about it. He was. No, he no, was I know. But the thing 10 is for twenty. But. I mean, the thing is, he 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 was a great international prospect by the Braves. You know, brought up in that system, did really, really well. Which he, is why it is weird that two teams just, especially yeah. someone like the A's, just gave up on him like that when the A's can't. Afford I, think the A's, I think that's an A's. Down. Like I the A's can't just, afford to rent out an Airbnb. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that was more of a money thing. Like I heard their owner owner didn't even go on senior week because he couldn't afford to. No, I'm just playing around. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, I think more the A's thing was not really that they gave up on him. I, I think they just didn't – they don't have the resources to actually help someone like that. And I think that the Braves really just aren't patient when it comes to position players. You're either good and you're – uh, Yeah, the Braves didn't really have a spot for him anyway because they had a Cunha. I know. Ozuna and Harris. Yeah, Cunha's looking. Oh, dude, Cunha's killing. He's the MVP. I wrote. I wrote in a. I had a sports writing class, either sports writing or journalism. I wrote a a sports piece about betting for awards and who I would bet on, and I think I wrote it in like the middle of March. And I said I would bet on Acuna to win MVP because his odds were like fourteen to one. Yeah. So, and he, and he right now that. he's probably he, he's he's the favorite. He's got to be the favorite. He is the favorite. He's got like what three? He's at like three fifty this year with twenty stolen bases. Like he's he might be he might do. He's going to finish this year with like a hundred stolen bases. They were and saying I he might finish lying. with a thirty sixty. He'll finish like a thirty eighty or a thirty nine. Like he's not hitting ninety home runs. He might. No. Uh, I thought the second number was the stolen base number. No, no, no. I don't know, but he's, he's easily stealing 60 bags. He'll probably get 80. No, yeah. He could get 60. But I'm like, that's stop the thing. Over Ruiz, you know, the, uh, the guy around the A's, the guy that's leading the league in stolen bases. Oh, he's at like 285. Brent Rook. He's doing good too. Something. Um, Brent Rook. No, his last, no uh, his last name is Ruiz. Oh, Esturi Ruiz. That's Rizzi. what I said. I'd say the Dovez or yeah. whatever, whatever the hell I said. He's yeah, looking no, great. He's, he's really good. Yeah. But like the thing is, like, I think like if the Phillies, if the Phillies fall to fifth place, you think oh, Jesus. Like, do you think that they what do you think that happens? You think they fire Thompson at that point? Yeah. Nope. If they end and the Thompson's season like here that, to stay. Like if the Nationals beat the Phillies this I year. I mean, if they end up at fifth place and lose a hundred games, yeah. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, but yeah. I mean, I, I think if they miss the playoffs, he's gone because I don't think Bryce is going to put up with the team that's not competing, and Bryce will get whatever he wants in this organization. That's been very clear. He will play wherever he wants, whenever he wants, it whenever he wants. And if they don't make the playoffs, I think Bryce will get fired. Yeah, I just like yeah, maybe. it's just like to me, it's just like it just doesn't make any sense like why this team is just like this. I just like, I don't think it's poorly constructed per se. And I don't think we've had as many injuries as 
you know other teams have had it's just like it's the same old Phillies thing where it's just like every player we bring in doesn't perform it's the same like narrative where no every time they, they come just in, can't put it together I know they'll win a game or sorry they'll lose a game 11 10 and then they'll lose a game one nothing no man they they, they go on a winning streak and a losing streak that's what they do they're just inconsistent they go on a five game winning streak and an eight game losing streak and then it's a repeat yeah you might mix in a you might mix in a win or a loss here and there but they're just dude on friday friday was a 10-1 loss saturday was a 12-3 win uh sunday was a 2-1 win yesterday 6-3 loss today 4-3 loss it's like we're up here and we're down here then we're up here and we go down a little bit but we're still winning and then we win another game but we're worse and then we're way down and we stay on there stay down there for five games like at some point you gotta go win four or five turn into five or seven then eight to ten and then like 10 of 14 and then 15 to 20 where you you just start clicking and well, I'm not I mean, talking about like is... you hit you have 15 runs every game you just need good starting pitching the bullpen's actually been pretty Phenomenal. okay the bullpen hasn't They've been, been the okay problem. yeah been they great. haven't been the problem like they have been the last 27 years <laughs> Right now, starting pitching is killing them, and they can't get hits when they need it. Yeah, and the, the bullpen—that's what it's coming down to. They're running and scoring, runners in scoring position. They're seventeen for their last two hundred and twelve. That's disgusting. Which is probably pretty accurate. That's horrendous. I was going to say, that real stat because it sounds real. Like it sounds. Yeah, it does. Sound I don't. Real. I don't think it's. I mean, real, it's if you that, told me that's what it is, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I even then, the seventeen sounds high. Just saying. <laughs> More Sorry, like me, seven. Like 11. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Seven to 11, you know, around that range. That would make more sense. Well, gentlemen, luckily, everyone in the in the NL East lost their game today. Let's. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Thank you for that. You know, that really just made me happy. You were. Yeah, instead of being 15 back, we're 14 back. Well, we're actually two and a half back from the wild card. I don't care about the wild don't card. I care about the talk division. to me about the wild card right now. Wild card <laughs> is the only thing we're ever going to get. Too fucking early to talk about the wild card. Dude, at, we're, at we're not going to yeah, contend for the this, division. This, as as soon as that wild card this division gets is the five, like, it's, it's, it's over. We'll be lucky if we get second place, to be quite honest. Yeah. At this point. Well, like, the Mets are going to met at some point. So, like, again. Oh, I know. Oh, I agree. Well, that's a given, but it doesn't happen until, like, August. Yeah. And, and the thing is, the Marlins, who knows what's going to happen with the Marlins? They, they, I do. They're going to play 500 the rest of the year. Hey, if they play Like they've done for the last 15 years. Yeah. Well, Well, I don't know. They made, they made the postseason 2021. 2020. Or 2020. No, they yeah, they did. 2020. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I said no, they didn't because you got the year wrong. Oh, my <laughs> bad. All right, but anyone else have any... Finishing touches. I'm ready to wrap this up and stop thinking about this team and go watch playoff hockey. Yep. Facts. No one cares about hockey. That's stop. It's more entertaining than whatever this team is throwing out there every night. Well, anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone who's listening. 
Goodbye. Fuck Peace. Turner, man. Should have signed Bogarts. Stop. Should have did it, man.